0: Welcome to the flagship podcast here at Emerge. My name is John Frost. I'm the business development rep here at Emerge. Today, you're going to hear me interviewing Joanna Bergdahl. She's the director of operations here at Emerge. We're going to pick her brain, talk a little bit about what Emerge is, have her define it, so forth, so on. And I'm going to pick her brain and talk a little bit about her story and how she got to where she is. Now, why are we having that conversation? Honestly, listen. This podcast is about local business. When COVID first hit, obviously, uh, local business was hit really hard. And as a team emerged, we came together, and we're just troubleshooting. What do we need to do? Well, the no-brainer answer, I think, collectively, is like we need to help promote local business, whatever that looks like in the moment. Well, what we came up with was shoplocalshinvalley.com. That's shoplocalshinvalley.com. It is a directory of businesses highlighting said business, how they're serving the public. For instance, many businesses had to go to takeout. We highlight that. And we talk about how you can interact with the business to still do business with them. Because these are, you know, these are local people who have paid a price to serve their local community. And so we walked away saying, let's develop this directory. Well, the truth be known, the the initial analytics were showing that the directory was doing what, as a team, we felt like we needed to do, and it was working. Now, that being said, we're here now with this podcast. And our goal is to be able to interview you, the business owner. We want to be able to highlight anything about your business you want to talk about. Highlight your social media platforms. Highlight your your websites. But ultimately, what we really want to do is tell the story of who you are in your local community and maybe get into some of the price that you paid as well. Because even though we're all trying to take care of ourselves and our families, the bottom line is is that to, to be an entrepreneur, to launch a local business, there's a price that's paid on behalf of the community to be able to serve the community and we need to tell that story so Joanna uh, that being said um, obviously emerge how do you want to define us director
1: define define emerge so well I think uh, like many uh, organizations over the last few years we're redefining ourselves in technology you can't be stagnant and so I think that as technology changes, we also change. And you know, one of the things that I have been reading about and learning about in, in all of these changes that people have been making, people talk a lot about pivoting in business right now. How are you pivoting? What are you selling? What are you offering? How are you, how are you doing that? And I, and I was listening to someone and she said, well, don't pivot, reimagine. And I kind of like that concept, that you reimagine who you are and what you do, because pivot suggests a jerky reaction, a knee-jerk thing that you don't know what you're doing. And reimagining takes a breath and says, well, how are we gonna present this? Or how are we gonna do this in a better way? And so now we have the opportunity to say, "You know, let's look at our local community, let's look at the people, because the people in business are what makes everything the most important thing.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And I- I think that um, you probably heard me say this more than anyone else because I think just in business environments and meetings, but through this whole COVID situation, regardless of how you feel about it, uh, if there's a silver lining, uh, it really is just the idea that it's restoring humanity back into business. Right. Talk to me a little bit about uh, just maybe... You don't have to get into a lot of it. I mean, we're going to try to limit ourselves 20 minutes, half hour, but just some of the history of Emerge and, you know, what you've seen as far as how it's developed and where we're at now.
1: So Emerge started as a as a project with some JMU students, and they were working with immersive technology where um, they were showing sort of a full video but pieces of it on different screens. And that's my limited knowledge of what the, what they began. So they had these great, great, creative, technological things that they were doing. And then they said, well, how are we going to sell this? Nobody's can buy this. So they said, well, people need websites. So let's start making websites. So that was sort of the brainchild of what they did. And for a long time, the focus of Emerge was the technology itself. We're technological. We know techni- technical terms, we're smart, we're clever, and that's what we do. And um, that worked for quite a while until people started to realize, well, everyone uses technology and it's accessible to everyone. And it was a shift in focusing on the technology to the people that use it. And I think that was a, very, a really important shift because we're going, again, going back to the people technologies everywhere and and you can have good tech but if it's not useful to the person using it it's not good tech it's like you know code for the purpose of code right is not and and you know over the last you know maybe 5 years there's been this new new wave of empathy in business and it's this great grandiose new new term and it's like being nice to people is a is a brand new concept no it's like we're resurfacing and we're re-reimagining the things that, are, that, that everything should be founded on. You know, our country was founded on that. Our principles are founded on treating people well. And we see businesses that treat people well doing really well. And some people are seeing this as a revolution <laughs> in business. Where it, and it's really, it's just simple. When you treat people well, they come back to you. And, you know, your service might not even be as good as someone else's. But you treated them well and they remembered how you made them feel. And so that I think is is where the shift happened for us. So we started looking into what what is it that people want. We were studying what we wanted to make, and now we're looking at what people want, what people need, what what do they need us to give them. So that's been a, that's been a big shift for Emerge, um, and then sort of you know kind of unveiling who we are, the people that are part of our team. Um, we used to sort of keep it these developers are these sort of magicians behind a screen. <laughs> and it's like, no, they're, they're real live people who do brilliant work and are really actually really fun and really smart and have great creative ideas. And sharing them with people is, is a new kind of a new thing. Um, and that's, that's part of this new emerge. Emergence, (laughs) so to speak.
0: One of the things that I was in awe of when I came on board with Emerge was just the level of discipline in the processes that we have as a team, not even individually, but how we collectively, our individual pieces of what we do and how disciplined we are, how it works together to benefit our clients, absolutely amazing to me. Now. Uh, I'm going to use your word, hopefully in a good way, but let's pivot the conversation for a second because you've had some good thoughts any time that I brought up about sometimes I feel like our local businesses get stuck in their own vacuums and oftentimes they get isolated and we we don't know each other is really what really what I'm getting to. But speak to that for a second if you would.
1: What we've done is we've isolated these businesses that have these great services and we're like, well, I didn't even know down the block there's a business that offers that? Well, I've been right. going to this big box chain for so long. And this, this company is terrific. This local hardware store is, is, is amazing and their service is great. And they're, they're competitive with the, the box, but it's a family and, and maybe we're helping their kid get braces or whatever it is, you know? Right. And, but it isn't until you go looking somewhere else than the big box chain store that you realize oh, there's something better right around the corner. I didn't even realize it was there.
0: Absolutely. So listen, we're going to wind down this segment. We're going to come back in a moment after we hear an ad for our sponsor. This Emerge Podcast is brought to you by McClung. McClung has 70 years of experience in the print marketing industry. McClung has resources, expertise, and quality standards to meet your needs. McClung is your partner for Successful Print, located in Waynesboro, Virginia. Come on! Experience McClung. They seek to deliver an exceptional customer experience and be recognized as the region's premier experts for comprehensive printing, and as they've done for many years, McClung commits to continue their heritage of innovation, personal service, and exceeding partner expectations at every touch point you have printing needs great they've got 70 years of experience go visit them at McClungco.com. again that's McClungco.com, or call them at 800-942-1066 again that's 800-942-1066 now let's get back to this podcast welcome back to the emerge podcast Uh, is it too premature joanna to call it the ip
1: no i think that's great ip
0: we're running with it ip it is uh, we're gonna get into this segment we want to hear the story about like just where you've been how you've gotten here things that you've experienced now because I'm in the know a little bit I'm actually gonna steer it I'm gonna steer it there was a post on LinkedIn and in that post there was a lady and I want to say this from either Bed Bath & Beyond or uh, another business like that that she was just talking about how frustrated she was because she says, typically when she connects with people on, for instance, LinkedIn, you think very business-minded. Right. Right. And so, you know, she's graciously accepting someone's, you know, request to contact. Do you see where this is going? Mm-hmm. Okay. Her post was just about the frustration that every time she graciously accepts someone's uh, request to connect, it turn it's like they want to turn it into a dating game. Right. And so... You know, that speaks to issues that, I'll be honest with you, that is not in my world. You know what I mean? Um, I don't mind saying that I answer to you, um, and in saying that, it's because you're competent. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I wouldn't even care your gender, because if you're an idiot, I wouldn't want to work for you. <laughs> but you're not an idiot. Uh, you're very brilliant. So, that being said, um, I want to know a little bit about your story as far as like what you personally have gone through. And not even relating to that, I'm just putting it on your radar that I want to get to that kind of stuff because I think that that's real. And um, you know, there's nothing wrong with again hearing what people have gone through to get where they are to understand. I think you know when we go through three things, it develops the character of not just us, but we are our business. Mm -hmm. And so our experiences actually make our business what it is.
1: Oh, absolutely take it away so so my experience you know with it's, oh hold
0: on hold on I'll this to, is necessary get your, get your, your, i typically <laughs> don't drink red bull but it was provided me and it was watch this it's free <laughs> so i must and watch it oh there it is there, right, there, i promise yeah. you it is red bull do not accuse me of drinking anything else that would not be appropriate now, you, on if, the if, job if
1: you get red bull as a sponsor that is a goal <laughs> Noted. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> no, so my experience on on gender in the workplace has been it has been interesting to say the least. Um, I came into business right out of college and worked for a company that it was um, two business partners, a man and a woman, and um, so it was you know gender wasn't a big issue in that that office, but some of our vendors, you know, we actually had a vendor take us, take us on a trip and take us to lunch and, you know, sh- try to schmooze us and all this stuff and took another lady and I, and on the way home, the gentleman and and the other man that was with him spoke so disparagingly about, about their wives and just about how their wives spent their money. And, and we're sitting in the back of the car listening to that. And it was like, ah, you know, now I have an idea about how you, your company is, you know, and it, it shapes your perception of those, those kind of things. And, you know, most of my experience have been um, if in business, if you're in a management position, you know, the, it seems like the rules are slightly different for men and women. You, they don't want women to be aggressive or assertive because it's perceived as aggressive. And... Um, so it's a little bit different my personal experience has been that I've been assumed to be the secretary because I'm the only woman in the room like literally asked to take notes or make coffee um you know by
0: the way I make really good coffee I just want to be clear
1: about that I make good coffee too I don't mind making coffee I make coffee for everybody but yeah um So, yeah, so those kind of perceptions are a little, you know, it it changes what you think about the businesses that you're working with. You know, I had someone who wanted to share leads with us and had this sort of disparaging kind of conversation about women and I thought, I don't wanna send my customers to you if you're gonna treat them poorly. You know, and so I I think it, it, it can be overblown, but I think it's a real issue when people feel like they're treated that way, whether that it is intended or not, you know, um, one, in technology, you know, actually I had a developer that was talking about how difficult it is for women who code because there aren't a lot of women. It's, it's kind of a bro culture, <laughs> for lack of a better word, it is. You know, we actually had an experiment that we did where we we would send a ticket to a tech company for for developer support. and and she would send the ticket with her email and we would not get a response we would take the identical wording we would send it from a male email and get a response within hours same wording same question it was a man's name so we had carl who would get answered and the feminine would not and so it was just like why her her brilliant question was and so it was just like these kind of things that you kind of are like well, am I really, it, it, that's not really in my head. It's happening, but, you know, I don't know.
0: I think, you know, like that example, this is me just kind of spitballing, but like when I hear you talk about that, um, I think it's interesting conversation, but I also think that there's a place like where we come from a home. Because the work, most work environments, I meet very few that are not stressful.
1: Right. True.
0: And so usually um i would say that you know our perception of men and women is not just about gender but about mom and dad yeah and the people who typically in the home are that are more gracious with us and will give us um a, a bit of space when we're under stress is mom hmm.
1: so you 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 would perceive that as that the the feminine request would have more patience for a response oh. absolutely oh that um, makes sense i'd because never considered most
0: that. of the i mean mo- listen i have met some cutthroat women in business oh like, yeah you know just like you would have cutthroat men who just are focused on the task right get it done uh, but on the overall there's a level of uh i think in business you have more outspoken women who are more common sense those are in my experience and so i think that just that i'm reading the email and those general feelings, I think it would be easy to back burner it because, you know, uh, I think a lot of people who have grown up with dads, dads are pretty, I know the type of dad I am. Don't mess around. <laughs> right. Don't leave me waiting. Right. Oh,
1: that's interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah.
0: And so I think that the dynamics of what, how we receive each other in the workplace aren't even necessarily relegated to, well, you just don't respect me enough. I think it's just where we've come from. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Right. And I think that there's a healthy place we have to go in all of this to be able to, um, because even though what I just identified for you that I think that it's reasonable, if a person can actually hear what I'm saying, they still have a responsibility to search themselves in it.
1: Right. That makes sense. Um, You know, you respond in customer service to the the hottest fire. The, the most volatile personalities or important customers or whoever and so the people you know are going to be kind and patience and gracious you have a tendency to to let them sit for a little bit and you deal with the the person that you know is going to you know scream at you or <laughs> you you expedite those you, you have a natural tendency to do that and I never th- considered that they would someone would respond to a man in that manner thinking they're going to be more demanding than the feminine would be yeah
0: i think we have all kinds of mommy and daddy issues i mean that's why you do have creeper guys out there who uh they got issues and they do try to connect with people on linkedin and they do try to you know um start out by even in some of our conversations where you mentioned that you you know you've had people start out with like hey beautiful keep smiling stuff like that right because they're creepers and they got mommy and daddy <laughs> right issues. And they desperately need help. And instead of trying to get, you know, a, a random businesswoman in LinkedIn, they need to find a man in counseling. And <laughs> LinkedIn is for business. This is not hard. I mean, listen, if you're looking for, you know, your next love affair, I'm pretty sure that's what eHarmony is for. And they have pretty good success rate. Your success rate on LinkedIn, not so much. Anyway, uh, there's some other things that you've spoken to that I find interesting. Something you've talked about, how we ourselves can qualify or disqualify ourselves because of our relationship with us. Why don't you expound on that a little bit and how that affects what you're doing right now?
1: Well, I think a, a kind of a, a, a pivot for me in my my own success or walk in business um, has been a, a change in self-confidence and how I perceive myself and realizing that how I perceive myself is how other people perceive me. you know. I I was thinking that I was perceiving myself based on what they thought, and I think it's completely the opposite. What I was projecting was somebody who was not confident and didn't feel capable. And when I started saying, no, I'm capable. I know what I'm talking about and you should listen to me. I don't have that skill set, but I know what needs to be done and how it should be done and how much it should cost then people suddenly started acting differently. And I was like, well, when I started respecting myself, people started respecting me. And I was like, that this, this sounds really simple and stupid, but it was an aha moment for me because I had disqualified myself along the way thinking they don't think I can do it. Well, the problem was I didn't think I could do it. And when I started saying, no, I can do this. And frankly, when now when somebody tells me I can't, It's like, oh, (laughs) you just watch me. (laughs) Don't tell me I can't do it. And so I I think that's a lot of um, our perception in business is we, you know, we demand respect or we feel disrespected. And it is a lot of how we are projecting ourselves. If we're not, you know, speaking up for ourselves or offering our opinion because we think it's not going to be accepted, well, then they're not going to bother to ask you because they don't think you have one or it's not obviously important enough for you to step out and say anything about it. So I think that's a very valuable lesson. And I don't, I don't know how easy that is to teach until you experience it for yourself. Um, But I think that's something that we can, we can train our, our children and train our, you know, new workers who come into the workplace that, you know, you need to, to understand who you are. And when you understand who you are and don't let Other people's, what you think other people's perceptions over you define you, they're defining it by what you're portraying for the most part. And I don't think we get that.
0: Right. No, I agree. I think that, um, man, what a different place the work environment would be. Instead of jockeying for a position, we're actually strengthening each other in what, as individuals, who we are, how we see ourselves, and what we can accomplish. And I think that really goes to what we're doing with this podcast. By the way, this is a cheap wrap up because we're going we, we've got to stop it sometime. I know it's amazing and great, and you just want more content, but you're not. I'm not giving it to you. We're <laughs> gonna stop soon. So, but my point with that is that I think that with everything that we have been through, sitting down talking to business owners that I have. Um, I genuinely think that it's easy to get trapped within yourself and start thinking the worst and can my business make it. And let's be honest, two plus two equals four and there is some financial hardship. Mm -hmm. But I think that there's a role that we play in a community, even with this podcast, being able to promote other businesses and tell their story where we can come in behind and reinforce who they are. Um, You know, there was a local business that I stopped at in Broadway yesterday happen to be in town and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to give them some business. People have what it takes. And I think that if we can, no different than you're talking about as an individual figuring it out, I think that if we as a communi- community can help each other figure it out, it may not be a business solution, it just may be listening.
1: Right, yeah.
0: But, but that's okay, like, it's all, that's the humanity that needs to come back into business.
1: Absolutely, yeah, the people are the, the business. At the end of the day that's
0: it is we want to make it more complicated and we want to have verbiage that talks you know business ease but the reality is is that we're all people doggone it we're people don't forget that right so um, so we're winding down I do want to throw out for all of you who made it this far and happen to be listening still um, don't tell me if you cut out early I'll be really offended and hurt and needs all kind of therapy thankfully I have LinkedIn and I can find someone <laughs> I don't need you uh, but uh, I will tell you that uh, one of the things that we're doing to support local business is you will probably find on this podcast that we're going to offer uh, freebies where we've invested in local business, and it just so happens if you go to our merge Facebook page, uh, you will, if you like it or if you have already liked it, uh, for those who have already liked it, we actually are going to do a drawing for a $10 gift certificate. To Greenberry's Coffee here in Harrisonburg, Virginia. And guess what? One will be allocated for those who've liked our Facebook page, but I have four more for those who uh, actually go there, like our Facebook page now, and we will have a drawing for four more $10 gift certificates or gift cards, excuse me. Uh, two green berries. If you, I'm assuming you've been there. Oh yeah, you lived it's your way great. Than I yeah, have. it's great. It seems like that was the place before the quarantine mess. Like I, there were different people who, not even business, like, hey, let's go meet here. Let's go meet here. So if you're interested in a green berry gift card, go to the Emerge Facebook page, give it a like, and you will be entered into a drawing. And we will uh, let you know on the Facebook page when we'll be having these drawings. Anyway, so we've got. Joanna, any final comments?
1: No, I think that's great. It's great having a conversation with you.
0: <laughs> hey, I talk to myself all the time. I enjoy <laughs> it. It's
1: great. Keep listening, people.
0: Uh, IP, Emerge Podcast, Emerge with us. We'll catch you later. Bye.